Today we begin with Father Jacques Dupuis, a Belgian Jesuit who died in 2004, and a theological controversy that he stirred up near the end of his life. Well, Father Dupuis had a problem. Having spent most of his priesthood teaching theology in India, he was deeply invested in the process of dialogue between different religions. And having engaged in this process for some time, he understood that true dialogue requires that both parties approach each other as equals. Now, this is a problem for Christianity because historical Christianity holds that Jesus is the savior of all people, and therefore all people ought to follow Jesus and be Christian. It is hard to dialogue, at least theologically, as equals with a religion that claims to be the one true religion following the one true God. In order for Father Tupuy to enter into a theological interreligious dialogue, more than just a dialogue on mutual cooperation and society, he needed to find a way to say that even if Jesus is a savior, God can and does also save people through non-Christian religions. So, Father Dupuy came up with an innovative theological solution. He started with the fact that the second person of the Trinity existed from all eternity with a divine nature, but only took upon himself a human nature at a specific point in time and space. This fact, Father Dupuy said, means that the second person of the Trinity is more extensive than just the incarnation of Jesus, which further means that the second person of the Trinity could have been carrying out and could continue to carry out the work of salvation in many different ways, at many different times, through many different religions, apart from Jesus. The fact that the second person of the Trinity became incarnate as Jesus is a unique and maybe even archetypal example of the salvation that comes from God. But salvation, Father Dupuy says, is not exclusive to the incarnation. With this theological solution in hand, Father Dupuy could now say that the goal of interreligious dialogue was to mutually uncover the different ways that the second person of the Trinity had brought about salvation through the different world religions. Christians could say, for them, it was through Jesus. Other religions could offer other examples, and both could be correct. Father Dupuy essentially developed a very advanced theological argument to support that common phrase about everyone scaling the same mountain of God, but on different religious sides. Well, like I said, this was a theological controversy. Because like all good theological controversies, Father Dupuy's position contained truth alongside falsehood. And it was hard to tell where one ended and the other began. What Father Dupuy got right is that God does work through other religions to bring salvation. Consider this supremely important statement from the Second Vatican Council, which reads, Those also can attain to salvation, who through no fault of their own do not know the gospel of Christ or his church, yet sincerely seek God 
and moved by grace, strive by their deeds to do his will as it is known to them through the dictates of conscience. Nor does divine providence deny the helps necessary for salvation to those who, without blame on their part, have not yet arrived at an explicit knowledge of God and with his grace strive to live a good life. This statement leaves open the possibility that non-Christians can still be saved even if they do not know Jesus or even God explicitly, as long as they are seeking God or the good to the best of their knowledge. In other words, we do not believe God would condemn people who are doing their best, but who do not yet know Jesus through no fault of their own. Insofar as other religions lead people to a better or holier life, Father Dupuy is correct that God can use these other religions for salvation. But the the statement from the Second Vatican Council continues, saying, Whatever good or truth is found amongst non-Christian religions is looked upon by the Church as a preparation for the gospel. She knows that it is given by him who enlightens all men so that they may finally have life. Now this is where Father Dupuy went too far. First, God cannot contradict himself, so it would be impossible for God to intentionally create multiple religions that contradicted each other. Second, the second person of the Trinity can never be separated from Jesus. Jesus is the second person of the Trinity, and the second person of the Trinity is Jesus. Yes, the second person of the Trinity pre-existed the Incarnation, but once that Incarnation happened, it was irrevocable and cannot be forgotten or moved away from. All of this is to say, Jesus is God, and God is Jesus. There is no separation between the two. Even if grace can come through non-Christian religions, this grace is always pointing toward Jesus, because grace is always pointing toward God. These non-Christian religions, what is good in them, what is not contradictory to God, is always a preparation for the gospel, because they're always pointing to God, God is Jesus, and the gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ. God does use these religions to bring about salvation, but that salvation remains the salvation of Jesus, whether the religions know him by name or not. Jesus is the source of all grace, and every grace points back to him. Jesus is not one side of the mountain that all people are climbing. Jesus is himself the mountain, and every side is climbing him, whether they realize it or not. And here we reach our gospel. When Jesus is talking about himself as the gate, he is making exactly this last point, that anyone who wishes to attain salvation must enter through Jesus and Jesus alone. There are no shortcuts. There is no other path. Anyone who does not go through Jesus is a thief and a robber, which is to say, is devoid of grace. 
Now, following the Second Vatican Council, this does not mean that we regard every other religion as evil or pernicious or useless. God uses all things for his good and his glory, and he absolutely uses non-Christian faiths to point to Jesus. Buddhism might teach what it means to give up control, for example. Hinduism might teach what it looks like to be part of a flock. Islam might teach what it looks like to follow a shepherd. Judaism is certainly the path that leads directly to the gate of the pasture. Again, each in its own way is serving the purposes of God. But none in themselves is sufficient. Jesus is the shepherd. Jesus is the gate. It is Jesus' voice and his voice alone that the sheep will follow and that will lead us directly to the pastures of salvation. It is our duty to learn to recognize his voice and to lead others to recognize his voice too. This is the path to life. Of course, I am preaching a Christian homily to a Christian congregation, so for most of us, these interreligious themes do not have much bearing on our lives. But the principle holds even in our common, everyday experiences. Our lives are filled with a great many things which may point us to Jesus, but none of which will save us except Jesus. Take work, for example, something many of us find ourselves missing right now. Work has an inherent dignity because it allows us to participate in the creative nature of God. Playing our small part in society points us to the God who created a universe full of parts that work together for the whole. But even if work points us to God, it alone can never be the source of our salvation. True salvation only comes from Jesus. The same can be said about family. Family helps us know and experience relationship, love, self-sacrifice, and mutual support. Very little in the world points us to God more powerfully than a functional family. But again, family alone cannot save us. Salvation comes through Jesus and only Jesus. In all things, we have to be careful not to confuse God with those things that point to God. In the end, only Jesus is the gate, only Jesus is the shepherd, only Jesus is the voice. There are a lot of things which will help us find the shepherd, which will direct us to the shepherd. But we will be sorely disappointed if we try to jump the fence, take a shortcut, and enter the pastures of salvation through anyone or anything other than Jesus Christ.